to the End Time Talk Show with Yudine Hubbard. We all have experienced the grief of 2020 COVID as well as the Wednesday, January 6th Capitol Hill chaos. You may feel a little unsettled in knowing the sadness of this world while yet still fighting the COVID crisis. If you find yourself feeling a little fearful of what lies ahead, Understanding God's word and Bible prophecy will bring light to what's going on in the world today. Knowing the solution will cancel your fear. As you know, we are living in a strange world of uncertainties. We know you have questions like millions of us do. Now you can get those questions answered. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you long waited for. I give you talk show host, visionary Eudine Hubbard, along with the Roundtable Bible Scholars, Apostle Alonso Curry, and Dr. Annette Sy. I want you to put your hands together and help me to welcome visionary Eudine Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. This is the End Time Talk Show, and I'm your host, Eudine Hubbard. We have a powerful program for you today. Feel free to ask your questions online at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org, or you may email them to us at Info at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your amazing grace and your tender mercies that you extend to us, your children. Thank you, Father, for giving your people ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us today. Thank you for leading us and directing us in paths of truth and righteousness for your namesake. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Now, today's topic is exposing Satan. Why is the devil so strongly pushing abomination sin? Hmm. To get a better understanding of these con- this confusing topics, let me introduce you to our roundtable Bible scholars. Apostle Alonzo Curry, man of God, thank you for being with us today. Mayor Natha, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. God bless you. And Dr. Annette Sai, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. Well, in this, our roundtable, again, discussion is going to be, we're going to be exposing that devil. And to help you get a better understanding of why the devil is really pushing those abominational sins. And our reader for today is Miss Marcella Cadwell. Miss Marcella, thank you for being with us and blessing us by being by reading the word of the Lord. Let's get started. Thank you for having me. 
Leviticus 18:22-30 Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind it is abomination neither shalt thou lie with any beast to defile thyself therewith neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down thereto it is confusion defile not ye yourselves in any of these things for in all these these the nations are defiled which I cast out before you and the land is defiled therefore I do visit the iniquity thereof upon it and the land itself vomiteth out her inhabitants ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments and shall not commit any of these abominations neither any of your own nation nor any stranger that sojourneth among you for all these abominations have the men of the land done which were before you and the land is defiled that the land spew not you out also when ye defile it, as it spewed out the nations that were before you. For whosoever shall commit any of these abominations, even the souls that commit them, shall be cut off from among their people. Therefore shall ye keep mine ordinance, that ye commit not any one of these abominable customs which were committed before you, that ye defile not their, yourselves therein. I am the Lord your God. Romans 1, 18-32. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath shewed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to a corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lusts one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of en envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents without understanding, covenant breakers without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. First Peter 4.3, for the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries. Deuteronomy 29.17, and ye have seen their abominations and their idols, wood and stone, silver and gold, which were among them. Leviticus 20:13. If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. 
Deuteronomy 18, 9-12. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination or an observer of times, or the enchanter or a witch, or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord, and because of these abominations the Lord thy God does drive them out from before thee. Deuteronomy 22.5 The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all that do so are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. Deuteronomy 27.15 Cursed be the man that maketh any graven or molten image, an abomination unto the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsmen, and put it into a secret place. And all these people shall answer and say, Amen. Second Thessalonians, the second chapter, 10 through 12. And with all deceivableness of unrighteous in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for his cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lot that they all might be damned who believeth not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Amen. Thank you so much, Miss Marcella, and God thank you for sending your word. Oh, blessed Lord Jesus. Apostle Curry, man of God, would you please just take about five minutes and give us a brief description of exposing Satan and why is the devil so strongly pushing abominational sins? Amen. The devil is pushing abominable sins that need to be exposed because if you ever seen a day where it's a spirit of humanism, that people' imagination is continuing to be evil. They're haters of God. They're antichrist. And they have such a vile spirit in them that they're giving themselves over from the things of God, the standard of God. And, you know, Sister Marcel had read about people being turned over. Because, you know, you say, well, some people give them a chance. But the Bible says don't give what's holy unto a dog. Do not cast your pearl before swine. And I'm talking about a generation of people that John addressed as vipers. What is a viper? It's something that's poison that kills you. And the system is geared up to poison the mind of the people. And believe it or not, the people are sin sick. And the spirit of abomination is, is, is going to be more, more so prevalent in every area that you can think of in society. And our Christian faith of what we believe and what we stand for is going to be under fire. What we have to expose, missionary, we have to expose that the day is upon us where men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. We are upon a day where we have to expose the spirit of abomination because people are calling evil good and good is evil. We have to expose that because our sons and daughters that we raising up are going to be victims that they will be able to stand in areas, even in the area of college. When you see our kids and sons and daughters go to college, they are made. They are made to, to study all kind of religion. They are made to let people know to accept 
whatever your gender that you believe that you should be. If you're a male and you think you should have been a female when you was born, or if you're a female you think you should have been a male, they teach them in church, live what you want to do. And what we have to deal with, missionary, it's a slogan. It's a slogan. And I'm not fighting against Nike. I don't want Nike to come against the end time broadcast. But Nike have a slogan saying, just do it. Just do it. And when you hear that word, the spirit of the person, whether it's written on, on gym shoes, Nike gym shoes and Nike clothes or what a sport line, but when you're dealing with a, a nine-point something billionaire empire that got do it. And do you know what the word do it come from? It was a man that had murdered someone. No, he murdered two people. He murdered them and found guilty. And when they found him guilty, he was convicted and he was uh, sentenced to death. And he was sent to before the fire riot in 1970. And they say, you know, normally what they do back then before they assassinate you or whatever, or whatever, that they take your life, they give you a chance to say your last word. And he said, well, my last word. And he said, let's do it. That's like that. Let's the spirit. Let's do it. Do that sound like anything, missionary? Do it sound like when Jesus seen the devil come into Judah, he said, whatever you do, do it. Because the spirit he's seen that was in Judah, just do it, Judah. This your time. Just do it. And Jesus said, what you do, do it quickly. But if you got the right spirit, when you hear the word, just do it, you're going to define it from a spiritual aspect like Mary. Mary said, whatever he say, do, do it. So I'm just saying, in the spirit of this age, what spirit you have that's going to cause you to make an imprint of the spirit that's in you. Brother Judah, just do it. Brother Mary, whatever he say, do, do it. Missionary, we need to address this. We need to unmask this. Thank you. Oh, thank you, man of God. My God. People, pray for wisdom to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church today. Dr. Sai, it's only five minutes before our first commercial, but help us with this, please. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. And, you know, Satan has wicked the world with abomination sins. And, uh, and there are many abomination sins. Today we're going to focus on the severe abomination sin, um, sins. And you wonder, why is Satan attacking and pushing abomination sins so strong? Um, you know, Satan is doing what he do. Uh, Satan abomination tricks uh, that will cause God to turn people over to a reprobate mind, and the devil know it. Uh, why is Satan pushing it again so hard? Because the devil is trying to get people to that borderline. Amen. And they just keep on doing stuff, keep on doing stuff, until God will turn them over to a reprobate mind if they continue. So what the devil want to do is to continue to push them. Uh, Satan knows that people have a choice. Therefore, he is planning hardcore abomination sins and their desires, uh, killing the conscience of sin. No remorse for sinning. It's like their conscience has been sheared. Uh, they can just do it where it used to be where they'll feel bad about sinning. Now they don't feel bad anymore. They're just doing it. Uh, what the men of God just said, just just do it, and that's what they're doing. Uh, and, and the devil set it up where they, they, they cannot get enough of strange sin. Uh, Sanders' sins is not good enough for them. Uh, they, it 
don't arouse them anymore. Uh, they desire deeper sins, uh, deeper in the flesh. And, and the devil is working, and the people don't even realize what the devil is doing. They they plan uh, uh, with God, and, and the devil is playing them, and he's getting into their hearts. And amen, a, a, a person with sheer conscience is a it's very dangerous, and people not really realizing that in First Timothy four uh, and one it said, "Now the Spirit uh, speak expressly that in the latter times some will depart from faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, uh, having their 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 conscience sheared with a hot iron." And so that's what the devil is trying to do. And in Romans the first, and they talk about when God turned people over to a reprobate mind, and, and say the abomination push. He's pushing. He wants people uh, uh, to, to, they are naive because they don't even know what's going on. Uh, but the devil wants people to continue to play around with false gods, uh, homosexuality, a lot of stuff that the devil is doing. Uh, what is Satan getting out of all of this? He's getting billions of souls, and that's what he's focused on, souls. Uh, he wants to keep people bound and yoke up. Satan used corrupt-minded people to corrupt the world. Satan needs bodies. He needs bodies, and so he's attacking and with the false gods, and I really want to hit that because you have a large number of people uh, that is caught up in this, and they not even realize what they're doing is abomination. Uh, again, uh, uh, another one of Satan's tricks, of course, is uh, false gods that uh, allow people to sin, and people think they're a good person, but they're worshiping a false god, and that's dangerous. Uh, these false gods, and they got to realize, these false gods that, they, that they're serving, they did not die for your sins. Uh, these false gods, they do not have a heaven for you. Amen. False uh, gods will call harm on people, like terrorism, making people willing and ready to kill themselves in the process where the devil had lied to them, telling them that uh, if they do this, they're going to be in heaven with him, uh, fulfilling uh, harmful uh, violence. And, and God don't work that way. And the devil had just just mess up the minds of people, many false gods, and even their statues is everywhere. You can go in the store, and you can see uh, a Buddha in the, in, in the image of, of him and statues of him, and, and people buying this, and they put it on the, on the house as decoration, not realizing they are bringing a false image. And God is really serious about that. Even after the rapture and how you held the, uh, uh, the mark of the beast and the image of the beast, it's similar to that. And if you worship the image of the beast, uh, you would not be saved. In the same way, if the devil can get people to worship the images of false gods, uh, you already programmed that in your mind, so you think it's okay. So you have the uh, Islams and the Buddha and, and all these, and, and really when you look at it, uh, 2.3 billion uh, people in the world is Christianity. And then you have 1.9 billion is Islam. That's a lot. One point two billion is uh, Hinduism. That's a lot of people. Those are a lot of souls. If you worship any false god, you are committing abomination. And the Bible tells us even in Deuteronomy 29 and 17 uh, that you have seen these abominations in idols and woods and stones and silver and gold, and they're among you. And God, he said that he would have no other god before him, and that's one of the Ten Commandments. And when you just see the things that's going on, 
How is it, how does a person just become a homosexual, just so easily become a homosexual? Uh, you know what, the devil, another trick that the devil has used, uh, someone left them uncovered. Satan have rapists that he used to deposit and inject homo poison and, and innocent people, especially boys, uh, through sex. Uh, 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 the, 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 it shows that uh, many children was raped uh, in, in the homes and, and by family members. And, and, and you have to really be careful today. Uh, many don't even realize what's going on. And maybe you let your child go over to your friend, their friend house and slept over and somebody messed over them. Uh, many kids in the foster system are victim of rape. Satan has demons working hard in the land. Demons are, are signed uh, to make sure that rapists do their quota every day. The devil have a quota, and he gives demons a quota on sin that they got to commit because if they can poison enough people with the insurgent of sin, it's going to mess with that infant. It's going to mess with that person. Demons, uh, they got to reach a, a report, and they got to report to Satan. So it's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that a lot of people not even realize it, but look at the number of, of, of souls that the devil have already uh, with false gods, and, and if he can get you, and that's why we got to preach it, we got to tell them, because many of them do not even realize what's happening, amen, God bless you. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Sine, this is uh, really a hot, hot, hot topic today, people of God. And we'll be back with more of our roundtable discussion after this commercial. Magazine is hiring. We think you'll like ongoing income every month. This invitation from Eons Magazine can change your life. We're offering ongoing monthly income throughout your retirement. Imagine getting paid monthly commission from your initial sales. Eons Magazine is a marketing company that just landed a new contract which allows us to offer good paying jobs, working remotely and COVID safe, a nationwide project. Sales experience is a plus. No experience is required. We'll train. We are hiring serious and dedicated workers. Maximum funding per candidate has been set aside to pay up to $7,000 monthly based on your performance. Apply online or call 877-352-5181. Email info at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org. Fax one eight eight eight. Three five two one six zero six. Boost your business. Advertise in the fourth largest city in the country of four million people. Get your church or business on the state of the art LED mobile digital video billboard truck. See what amazing looks like. Eons has set aside Mondays to be a blessing to businesses and churches with a $200 special. Limited time, limited spots. 
Call now to secure your spot at 877-352-5181. Experience a huge blessing for your church or business. Some people run from rush hour traffic. We run to rush hour traffic. Welcome back, people of God. Those of you who want to hear the truth of the word of the Lord, you are in the right place today. Apostle Curry, I know that that five minutes was a very short time for you to talk about how Satan and why is the devil strongly pushing abominable sin. So please uh, share with us some more concerning that. You know, woman of God, you know, Satan had to push his uh, hidden agenda because he know once people get in, in an area where they do not regard the truth and they allow their heart to be corrupt. This, this missionary, this, this is the age where even if the parable of the word of the Lord said, even if the dog go back to his own vomit, so the generation of abomination is just like a dog. Can you picture a dog? going back to eat his own vomit, the same thing to make him sick. he go back and consume that. We live in a generation where the world is sin sick. And there's so many abominable sins. And I tell you, some of it is so detached where if it's even faith in God not sure how come a people allow themselves to do some things that even an animal don't do. So what we have to address, missionary, we have to deal with the same spirit as Solomon Gomorrah. God said it was an abominable city that did all kind of matter of evil. Man with man, woman with woman, they did all kind of sexual sin. And even they were so vile. They were so vile that even when the angels came to deliver Lot and his family out of the Solomon Gomorrah because God had to judge it, God had to deal with it, and God was going to send the wrath of God against that. But God said, said to his servant Abraham, Abraham, I know you have people there. And, and, and he said, yes, Lord, but will you destroy the righteous with the city? He said, no. If there's 25 righteous, I will spare the city. If there's 15 righteous, I will spare the city. If there's 10, I will spare the city. So by the grace of God, by Abraham being a gatekeeper and a watchman among sin and wickedness, God turned the things around. So we may have some of our loved ones, some of our family that may be a part of some ungodly situation. But as you stand in the gap, as you intercede, and as you manifest the two important elements of the church, the light of the world and the salt of the earth, that will be able to turn abomination around if the people give their heart over to God. And I tell you, if this generation do not repent, God has to come back and let know that Solomon and Gomorrah and Nineveh will rise up and condemn this generation. Missionary, I tell you, we deal with sin. And, and I didn't get a chance to say this in the, in the five minutes. But Netflix, and you got to fight against this. I got a petition yesterday. But Netflix got a, 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 some kind of animated movie out letting Jesus know that Jesus is doing all kind of sin. They showed Jesus having intercourse, and it got, uh, uh, oh, it's just so it was so despicable, but it was showing Jesus doing all kind of things, all the Bible things. But this is the spirit of Antichrist and the spirit of humanism that's trying to go against the very core of our Christian belief. And I tell you, as it was in Solomon Gomorrah, you better understand that God said that if the church don't take their position and deal with abominable sin, and if you lose yourself, you are good for nothing but man to tremble under the feet. 
we cannot lose ourselves. We gotta have such an influence. We gotta have such a preservative. We gotta have such a season. We gotta bring such a flavor and a zest to be able to turn this abominable nation around. And that's why John the Baptist began to come and he said, You abominable generation, don't come here playing games with me. Don't come out here to see what I'm doing. But I tell you one thing right now, John said, You come here playing with me, you abominable nation. I'm letting you know right now I have the X laying at the root of the tree. I'm not going to deal with your foolishness. I'm not going to deal with your shenanigans. you like your father of the devil, praise God. And that's what we got to raise up a people that's bold and not intimidated and will not bow and will not sell out to it. Because even some of the things in the church, missionary. Now, you know what? The prophet Elijah deal with an abominable generation. So what did he do in a prophetic since he walked the wild for three years naked, three years naked, preaching the gospel. And as he preached the gospel, the Lord said, you make sure your buddy show. Make sure your buddy show. What was that saying? Now, you may say, that's kind of vile too, like in the Bible. No, but it was a prophetic declaration that God was showing that, that he's got to uncover, he got to expose, he got to dismantle, and you got to pull the wolf off everything that's fabricate and misrepresent anything that's of the true deity and the true nature of God. And he walked around and declared that as you see me right now, I'm demonstrating a prophetic demonstration that God is going to uncover you. God is going to expose your nakedness. And I would declare right now, missionary, it's two things going to happen among this vulnerable generation. You're either going to be naked and not ashamed like Adam was in his glorious state when the glory of God and the Shekinah glory of God, it rests upon Adam, praise God, and because of the power of God rests upon him, he was naked and not ashamed. But when he began to sin and when he began to come short of the glory of God, then he began to run from his nakedness, and then he began to cover up himself with fig leaves. And the Lord came unto Adam and said, Adam, where are thou? And he said, Lord, I hid myself. And he said, who said you are naked? Praise God. And we got to let the world know we see you that you're naked. And before God, all sin I, God said nothing is hid from him. Everything got to be exposed. Everything got to be uncovered. God said, I would not leave one stone unturned. And even the prophet, hallelujah, Ezekiel, God have showed him in the spirit. He said, I want you to see Ezekiel through the peak hole. And Ezekiel went in the peak hole, and he began to see all kind of vulnerable beasts and all that. And God said, I want you to dig that peak hole up, and I'm going to show you some other vulnerable things. And God would not allow his house to misrepresent him. God must deal with abomination. And even as it was in the Corinthian church, Church. The Corinthian church had more gifts in the spirit than any other church, but yet it was a man committing adultery with his own father and wife. And Paul said, if you don't judge that matter and you call yourself overlooking that like nothing ain't happened, he said he's already judged. And I say unto you, deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of his flesh that his spirit may be saved in the day, Lord. Don't play with that. Cast out that little leaven that that little leaven left the whole lump. Don't play with it. I don't care if you have an organ player that's a homosexual. I don't care how good he can play the organ. I don't care how worship they can worship and sing. But if their spirit ain't right, God ain't that desperate that he needs anybody. God will not have it, and God will not tolerate it, praise God. And I tell you, it's an abominable generation that God must deal with it. And even in Solomon Gomorrah, 
when the angels came to deliver Lot and his family. Then the whole mob came, and they said, I seen some, some men come in your house. And they bailed at the door and said, give us those men. He said, no, we can't give you him. I give you my daughter. They said, I don't want your daughter. I want a man. Can you understand something like that? They wanted a man. He said, he said I give you my daughter. They said, I don't want your daughter. I want the angels. And the angels smoked them with blindness and paralyzed their sight that they couldn't even know what it was. Having an intercourse with angels, they was an abominable generation. Some people even have intercourse with animals. And then we have these big-time organizations, these big-time people that's millionaires and all that. They are funding prostitution. They are funding trafficking. They fly and they bit jacks. And they try to get, and they go to island with little kids and teenagers and molest them. Oh, hallelujah. God said, I'm going to uncover everything that needs to be uncovered. Everything needs to be exposed. You got Las Vegas, praise God. And people say, what we do in Vegas, let it stay in Vegas. Let's drop it like it's hot, praise God. But I tell you, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you either fall upon the rock and be broken, or the rock can fall upon you and grind you as power. God ain't playing with your mess, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Vegas is a sin city, praise God. I went to Vegas. What was I at in Vegas? I'm praying on the mountaintop. I'm praying to intercede. Me and Irma going around praying and prophesying. Her church is called Mountaintop Ministry in Vegas. You don't have to be a victim of your environment. Hallelujah. And thank God for in Vegas, it's a city called Boulder. Boulder, Nevada. The only city, only city in Vegas, sin city, that don't have gambling. Don't have prostitution. Don't have drugs. They taking a stand for that Christian faith. They are light, praise God. And I ain't talking. You know one thing about the sin city? They said if you go up to the moon, if you see the rocket up up in the space, and you come back down to Earth, you can see Vegas from the universe because it's lit up. The devil want to be the light of the world. He forcing. He fabricating. What God said, I am a city that's set up on a hill, wouldn't I be here? And he want to make sure that he can be seen by all people. And people all over the world come to Vegas. Sex is legalized. Drugs are legalized. Prostitution is legalized. But I thank God when we went through Vegas, we came through evangelizing on the train, on the streets, in the hotels, praise God. We had to take a stand for God. Hallelujah. We have to take a stand for what we believe. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are the salt of earth. And when you don't be the salt, you become victim of it. What happened when Lockworth turned back? He said, I'm going to deliver you from the wrath to come. But don't turn back and look upon this ungodly city no more. When I call you out of sin, when I call you out of abomination, don't look back. And because Lot White, the Bible says to you, remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. What happened? She turned around and she turned into a pillow cell because she didn't produce the son of God. And because she did not produce the son of God, she became a pillow of salt. Oh, my God, let God arise. Let every enemy be scattered. Let God, let God arise. And that's movie. And for Netflix, we need to come against it. When you get a petition, you need to sign out against that, that you ain't not going to tolerate that. It's one million women that's coming against that, saying it's so abominable that you're making Jesus look like a sloppy, 
slump and all that, but we curse the very spirit of that antichrist spirit, that spirit of humanism, that spirit of socialism. We come against it, and our kids get polluted. Our kids get contaminated by the college and professors that's teaching all this demable hearsay. And our kids come out of college, and you find out, what's wrong with you? You know you've been raised up in the Christian home. Why are you talking like that? Well, Mom, we said we, we can look at it this way. Mom, we don't really see it that way no longer. Well, how they get polluted and contaminated. It's an evil communication. It will corrupt good manner. We got to raise up. It's hate groups coming under the spirit of humanism. Raise up area, area that they're part of some kind of a unity. They come say, yeah, we want to be a part of unity. We want to be a part and support you. But they come to cause riot. They come to cause racism. They come to cause accusation against one another. They're not a part of no unity. It's a false unity. When they come to start a riot, and suddenly they come to start peace and reconciliation and restoration, we got to deal with a missionary. And I tell you, it's a false movement that's called itself Black Lives Matter. Everything that say Black Lives Matter is not a true movement. You look up George Soso. It's a man in Germany, a millionaire, and he promised that he was going to bring America to their knees that we can deal with areas of racism. He caused a lot of this stuff that's taking place on the news and rise and all that stuff. That He coming against the United States of America. Rise up, people of God. Awake God out of that sleep. Hallelujah. We got to deal with the missionary. And I tell you right now, we causing the front line of people of God to come on the front line in the heat of the battle. We causing the gatekeeper, the watchman, the intercessor, the prophetic seal. We got to have border patrol that we ain't going to allow the devil to come in our territory and make havoc, praise God. Because when King Solomon began to turn his heart unto wicked wives and all that, they began to bring their idols. They began to bring their worship. And they begin to turn King Solomon to worship, not the true God no longer, but their God. And they turn the very heart of King Solomon. Oh, God, hallelujah. Except the Lord build a home. They that label him in vain. And we got to deal with it. And I tell you, missionary, me and Dr. Nett, we got to land to the root of the tree. We ain't chopping no branches, praise God. But we got to get to the root of this by the word of God, which is a two-edged sword. That's going to penetrate these powers in the here. Thank you, missionary. God bless Glory you. to God. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Dr. Sai, expose that devil. Hallelujah. Amen. Man of God. Amen. Apostle Curry. Amen. That was powerful. And it needs to be said. And I want to say thank you. Amen. We're going to have to stand up. If we're going to be child, children of God, we're going to have to stand and make a, a stand. There come a time that we are to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus. And, you know, that, that mm, thank God, thank God, thank God. God is good. God is good. Amen. But we are indeed in the closing end of time when you see such thing come to pass the bible said these things is going to happen amen but we're going to stand together and we're going to stand strong as the body of christ we're going to get strong as the body of christ amen god bless you hallelujah amen abomination sins uh that brings you closer to being turned over to a reprobate mind. Uh, so we're exposing Satan. We, 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 we've taken the cover off of him today. Uh, Satan is working abomination sins in the church. Amen. The Catholic Church uh, telling priests that they cannot marry is a trick and a tactic of Satan. It's normal uh, to have feeling towards the opposite sex. Priests felt that they were being chaperoned when they started hanging around lots of women.
a trick of the enemy. However, amen, um, when they began to spend time around other men and other priests, they didn't see a chaperone. So they felt more comfortable hanging around brothers. Therefore, they started having sex with men in the church. This opened the door for homosexual in the church, and we got to watch the trick of the enemy because if the devil can get that, that evil seed in you, uh, that poison in you, that's what it is. And even in some uh, strict holiness churches, uh, were very strict, and they tell their boys in order for them to take the girl on a date that they have to have a chaperone. Uh, and, and sometimes you just take it too far. This is the nature of God. So leave them alone. It's normal. Amen. But when you start holding that back, and then they start getting in trouble. So we have to be wise because the devil will use all kind of con games uh, against the body of Christ. Amen. So many sexual sins is going on today. Satan have assigned molesters uh, of sexually abused people, especially children. Why the children? Uh, children are our future. They are innocent, unaware, easy uh, to be lied to, easy to keep a secret, easy to think that this is normal. Satan wants children to grow in corruption and then corrupt others. Once that evil sex spirit has been infested in kids, kids start raping other kids, a trick of the enemy. Satan uh, will find uh, a way to uh, rape and deposit poison in folks. Uh, boys' victims who are raped by men uh, get infected with a homosexual trait. Uh, many uh, girls' victims who are raped by men become addicted to sex. Many people, they don't even want to be gay, but they struggle fighting that spirit of homosexual because they're in battle because somebody messed over them. Amen. Some things is a case of God, and, and somebody that's why we used to keep people on the altar and pray them through. And, and when they get on the altar, and we'll pray and cast that devil out. We don't have that much in today's churches, but we need to open up the altar back. And when people uh, come in and they're afflicted and they're a woman, by the devil, the church supposed to be the spiritual hospital where people can come in and, and the church mothers and, and, and people there to have a relationship with Jesus and not afraid of the devil, but the devil is afraid of them. And they pray people through until they get their deliverance. That's how it used to be, and that's the way we need to come back. Homosexuality are practiced in schools. Boys are asking the boys out on a date. Uh, today, proms have become normal for same-sex dates. We need to never heard of that. Back in those days, they was in the closet, but they're out the closet now. Another Satan trick is a prom group. There's a lot of people that go to the prom as a group. It used to be where that the, the lady be waiting for the boy to ask them out on the prom, but uh, a lot of the ladies didn't get the date, and so the students wanted to go to the prom as well, so they decided that they're going to go as a group. Everything is fine with that. The problem is the kids who were so homosexual in the closet, they used this platform uh, to have hidden dates and nobody knew. Amen. So we want to watch the trick of the enemy. Notice many homosexual have uh, a strong hate for God. Did you notice that? Uh, when you, uh, they get really mad when you start talking to them about God. Most Christians don't even want to witness to homosexual because of the hate that they have in them. 
this abomination sin is causing people, amen, to be turned over to a reprobate mind. We must pray for them. And when we pray for them, we must bind the devil off of them. Amen. You know, some some prayers come by fasting and praying. You can't pretty this thing up. We have to really uh, get serious with this thing. We have to tell the devil to get off and stop. We have to make the devil. And you got to have power. People don't have power because they don't want to seek the face of God anymore. They so used to pleasure that people don't pour out to God anymore. God is telling us to come back to him. Their only defense and deliverance is Jesus. Jesus can remove that poison out of them. Psychiatrists cannot do what Jesus can do. Psychiatry can let you talk, but Jesus can deliver. Hallelujah. This sin is a sin, and it has not just came. This has been since Solomon Gomorrah was around, what the men of God were just saying. Other sex crimes out there today that the devil is using because he insert his venom, he inserts his poison in folks. Uh, uh, people's being molested, uh, high trafficking, sex trafficking is a big thing today. More young people uh, is being snatched and, and sold for sex crime. And can you even imagine this? Uh, the evil is being done on the black well. Can you imagine that? Uh, a place that they can do their organized crime? How is it that people can do this on the black well? They sell all kind of stuff. They do a whole lot of evil. It'd be, it be more sex crime on the black well. So we got to really pray. We got to pray for these perversion sins. And as the woman God read the scriptures today, as the men of God began to expound on these perversion sins, uh, men's with men's and men's raping boys and, and, and women raping women and women having, uh, men having sex with women. Uh, 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 no, oh no, let me, let me clear that up. People having sex with animals. That stuff is going on today. It's a lot of perversion going on today. And then this is another. Remember uh, Deuteronomy 22 and 5 that say a woman should not wear that which pertaineth to a man, neither shall a man put on woman garment uh, for, for all those that do uh, are abomination of the Lord. Remember years ago, uh, many churches uh, was preaching uh, on this scripture. Uh, many thought that uh, it was women wearing pants that this scripture was talking about. Uh, this had nothing to do with women wearing pants. The scripture is alive today. There are transvestites. They are cross-dressers. You have men uh, that's dressing like women and women dressing like men. Never seen a day uh, where the women dress like men. Uh, this is stronger today because it's perilous time. Yes, perilous time. So the scripture comes alive today. You see it with your very own eyes, women dressing like men with the saggy pants. And even under the saggy pants, they have men draws on, men underwear on. They be trying to show their men underwear off. And then they try to hide their, their breasts and try to flatten and put a, a, a big shirt on. Uh, they wear, they cut their hair like a man. Uh, uh, this is what those scriptures is talking about. A woman should not wear that which pertaineth to a man, neither should a man wear women garden. When you look at this man dressed like women, they have the drag queens today. That's a big thing. They have the big shows, and, and the men will dress up like a woman, and if you don't know no better, you would think it really is a woman. That's how the devil has enhanced saying so. You know what? When you see women 
trying to be men and men trying to be women, they are doing abomination sins. Uh, many uh, of them don't even really understand what they're doing. They just think it's something cool to do. And they're not realizing this is committed abomination to God. Amen. Nobody told them. Uh, uh, yes, but we have to tell them because they have to know if, so that they can get the information. They can accept Jesus or reject Jesus, but they need to be warned so that they can make a choice. Amen. Because their hearts is going to continue to be black until light come in and they can learn truth because they are saying that sin that's in them and, and the devil still put mess in their people's minds and, and they're enjoying a lifestyle of evil and we got to come against this spirit. Amen. Uh, we have to, we're not judging them, we're just telling them what the Bible says. This is what God says. Sin is sin. Amen. And we care about people, we got to tell them the truth. What did God say about homosexual sins? Even in Romans, she read it. Romans uh, 1 and 24, therefore God uh, also gave them over to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. People today have changed the truth of God into a lie. The movie that the, the Netflix is putting out, they changed into Precious Jesus, come on now. Some things you don't went overboard. But the Bible said that it was going to happen. Uh, people today have changed the truth of God into a lie. Uh, God, so he gave them over to vile affection, dreadful affection, evil, wicked, degraded affection. And even the women did change the natural use uh, 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 and going against nation. And likewise, the men leaving the natural use of a woman, burning their own lust, one to another, men with men, working that which is inappropriate, improper, and disgusting. Amen. And the Bible said these things is going to happen, and it's right here today before our eyes. We cannot deny it. They did not like to put God in their knowledge. Amen. They, they knew about it, but they didn't want to talk about God. They did not like to put God in their knowledge. So God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things that is disgusting. Discussing abomination sins. What did God say about these sins? We know what he just said about the homosexual sins, but what did he say about sins? See, some of these sins is some deep stuff because, and this is the 21st verse, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were they thankful, but be, they extended their evil imagination of foolishness and, 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 and caused their heart to become black, confessing to themselves to be wise until they became fools. The devil will play you for a fool. And I don't care how smart you are, I don't care how many degrees that you got, and the devil like to use people that's in authority and have high-ranking degrees, uh, but the Bible say professing themselves to be wise that they became fools. Uh, being filled with all this unrighteousness and debate. They love to debate, always want to argue, why can't I do this? Why? Uh, and deceit, they are tricking their own selves. And the Bible tells us uh, uh, haters of God, people hate God. That's 
spirit hate God. And then they become inventor of evil things. This is what the Bible said. This is the 30th verse, inventor of evil things. Can you imagine somebody, their job is to think of evil. You see all this horror and stuff going on on TV. Somebody had to create and come up with this evil. They invent an evil, even with this porn inventor, and they can create a porn and sex. Somebody conjured up all this evilness and putting it out there because if they can display it, it will get in people's spirit and get in their minds without understanding. They don't even understand that the devil is using them and taking advantage of them. The Bible said without natural affection, they allow themselves to be robbed from natural affection, natural love, genuine love the way God planted it to be because they decide to let the devil come in. Who knowing the judgment of God, they know better. They know the judgment of God that if they commit such thing that they are worthy of death. That's what the Bible said. Not only the same, but them that have pleasure in it. They know the judgment of God. They know that it's abomination sin, and they are worthy of death. And this includes those that have pleasure in that kind of sin. Some people will say, well, I don't do it. Well, you watching it on TV, it's just like you're doing it. You are just as guilty and worthy of death. That's what the Bible said. That's a 30-second uh, verse. Read it for yourself. You may say to yourself, uh, uh, you just watch it, but you know what the Bible says? Still the same. You are the ones who's watching it in heaven and gaining pleasure in doing it. It comes to the point that we're going to have to turn from our wicked ways. We're going to have to turn to God. Saints, amen. The body of Christ, it's time for us to get off our do nothing and do something for God. If we ever going to do something for the kingdom of God, it's now or never. It, it, we've been playing around and sitting down and being ashamed and not stand up, but now it's time for us to stand up and be a Christian. Stand up and be a soldier in the army of the Lord. God don't want no weak soldiers, no little scary cat soldier. We ought to be strong, knowing that we are in the army of the Lord, knowing that this fight is fit, that we got, got us, that God is going to fight our battles. We are, uh, we are soldiers in the army of the Lord, and it's just time for we, the body of Christ, to get serious about Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Sai, and thank you, Alonzo Curry, Apostle of God. Thank you for telling us and helping us to understand the truth of the Word of God so that we can be free, not just us, but us and our children. Thank you so much. Now, people of God, we want to just take this time and take that deep breath and have a solo for you by Tremaine Hawkins going up yonder. Thank you, Lord. Be blessed.
Well, Second Chronicles 7 and 14 says, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. People of God, we want to invite you to join us on a prayer line. Seven nights a week, we're building mass voices to God under open heaven on the prayer line. Will you add your voice under open heaven praying for our nation and praying for your loved ones? You can call us right now at 877-352-5181 and tell us that you want God to hear your voice under open heaven. God is listening. Apostle Curry and Dr. Sai will will be leading us in prayers during the week at each night, seven nights a week, seven nights a week, lifting up the name of Jesus, declaring the word of the Lord. And we acknowledge pastors who bring their congregation to help build mass voices under open heaven. So please join us. We need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. Hallelujah. Dr. Sai, you have given us so much information. You have really helped us. And I want to ask you if you would just take a few minutes and give us a takeaway of all that's been said, give us a takeaway. Amen. Thank you so much, woman of God. Um, you know, uh, Satan is doing what he do. Uh, he's doing his job. Now we as the body of Christ, as believers, have to stand up and do our job. Uh, the devil likes it when we sit down and do nothing. Amen. He get his program working. Uh, he using the saints' kids. Uh, because the saints is not praying, that we he using the saints' kids because the, the saints are not binding him, Amen. Uh, who uh, is the, the Satan target? Uh, weak folks, uh, people with lack of knowledge. Uh, he loved those kind of people that's feeling uh, a weak. People with low self esteem, and anybody that get low enough that he can enter in. People that feel that they are not pretty enough or not. Thin enough. People uh, like to. Uh, uh, people always want to look good and, and feel good. But if you take that away from them, and and the devil would just enter in. He look for an opening, and, and you can be destroyed uh, because you listen to the devil. And um, you got people in hell today. Uh, is it, burning in hell because they refuse to obey. And you can destroy yourself by not obeying the word of God. Uh, you know the Bible is right. Uh, we need to 
establish that as a foundation. The Bible is right. So somebody else wrong. Anybody say the Bible is is wrong, uh, you know that they are wrong. Uh, Men will take the Bible and they will get the part out of the Bible that they like and they will leave the rest. But we got to eat the whole roll. Amen. When we look in the foster uh, system, uh, it's a lot going on in the foster. We really need to pray for the children in the foster care because the foster system uh, allows homosexual uh, foster parents to foster boys. And, you know, this is really sad. Uh, it had been uh, uh, many studies uh, that boys uh, was raped by their foster parents. And, and, and this is where they put the innocent little child in the hands of a, uh, a person that can do them harm uh, with closed doors. And it's really sad to say, and there have been men that was foster a parent, and they had that spirit, and they raped those boys. And their hair uh, is, is right now is people that serve in jail today. The system say that they cannot discriminate. Uh, however, they are putting the children in harm's way. That's what I call organized crime. Amen. We got to be looking out for our children. We got to be praying for our children because the cover has been left off of them. And when somebody is, even with children coming in your home, you, you so many children have experienced so much and have been through so much. And I, I really want to pray for the children that's in the system because they're so innocent. The devil's trying to take advantage of them. Then you have people trying to take advantage of them. And even the system is not even looking out for them. Uh, parents, we need to be careful with our children. When you let your children go over to sleep at somebody's home, you be very careful. You don't know what spirit is lurking in the house. You know, these are homes now, uh, they open the door to TV and they let all this demonic spirits come in. And you have to be careful what you watch on TV in your home because you open it up to TV and those spirit comes in. And the spirit hover around folks even while they're asleep. We're just taking the cover off the devil. We're exposing the devil. Most people uh, don't even realize what's happening. And the children, they don't know. They don't even know how to pray and bind the devil. So the devil would take advantage of even the children. So the devil loves children because they're so innocent and they don't know a whole lot. And because of that, they take advantage. Just like people take advantage of children, the devil take advantage of children, even your babysitters. Know who's looking over your children. Amen. That's very important uh, because abomination sins is really strong today. Uh, so I, I want to say maybe you have been doing some stuff that uh, into abomination sin. Either you're aware or you're not aware. I want you to know that Jesus loves you and Jesus died on the cross for you that you can be saved. Amen. And you can come out of that lifestyle, whatever lifestyle that, that you are caught and trapped in. God is here. Amen. Get out of it before you're turned over to a reprobate mind. So please understand that the devil is tricking you. Satan is not your friend, but Jesus is your friend. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much, woman of God. Apostle Curry, would you please, sir, give us a takeaway? You know, it seems like in this day and hour that bad news travels faster than good news. People like to advertise bad news. The media like to advertise bad news. Uh, the songs that people sing and, and hear in, in the secular world, they love songs that tell you 
that your daughter is an a N-word or B-word and all that. And I hear young girls and young men listen to that real loud. All down the street, we're having they listen to it. And girls listen to the music loud about uh, another man is telling you about you ain't no good. What, what, what's taking place? So, you know what? And I want to let people know this, missionary, that if you're a part of any vulnerable sin in whatever face, whatever facet that you may call it, I'm going to let you know whatever you compromise to keep, you're going to lose it. You know what? Yes, it's pleasure in the world. It's pleasure in the world, but the Bible lets you know it's only for a season. And it comes with a price tag. Are you willing to pay the price tag? Because you know what the devil do? The devil used you for his own honor and glory, and then he caused you to be executed, and then he raised up somebody else, and you'll be one of his trophies on his fireplace, and the fireplace of hell. Now, let me say this. The movies are so dumb. Over these movies, you know, I tell you, the movies that the enemy have, these producers are right out of hell. They are so abominable. These movies that these young kids watch, TV programs that these kids watch, the music they listen to, I tell you, it's just despicable. But let me say this, missionary, in the conclusion of the whole matter, I want you to know that sin would take you further than you want to go. It would keep you longer than you want to be kept. It would cause you more than you're willing to spend. It thrills, then it kills. It fascinates, then it assassinates. Sin is too costly for a soul. What shall a man profit if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give exchange for his soul? The devil only playing Russian roulette with your soul. You can't not win. And you need to know right now, come out from among them. Be ye separate, said the Lord. Touch not the unclean things. You need to be set free by the power of God. And I believe that with sin abound, grace much more abound. I believe the darkest hour is when the light shine brighter. And we shine in the light this morning. Hallelujah. We make it known that God's grace, hallelujah, is sufficient. And I tell you, we got a lot of people that came out of all sin, and God saved them. It's power in the blood of Jesus Christ. And God held no respect of a person. You can come, hallelujah. But you can come as you are, but you can't stay as you are, hallelujah. And I thank God, missionary. We opened up a door this morning, and I want them to know that God is the door, and he's the answer. And he can set you free out of any abominable sin. I don't care how bound the devil have you bound. Who the Son set free, you will be free indeed. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, man of God. Ah, it is power in the blood to be set free. Thank you, Lord. Well, people of God, we are going to answer your end-time questions when we come back from this commercial, don't go away. Marketing Club with benefits. If you are a business owner or church and want to take your business to the next level, your marketing search is over. 
Eon's Marketing Club benefits can save you thousands and put a big smile on your face. Being a Marketing Club member allows you to relax and enjoy your business with less stress. Imagine all of your graphics and printing needs being either free or discounted. Enjoy a truckload of benefits, just to name a few. Free consumer's directory ad, free coupon ad, free marketing counseling, magazine articles, no month-to-month cost, just one annual fee. Call 877-352-5181 and bring convenience to your fingertips. Eon's business sponsorship program with outstanding benefits. Tap into a truckload of benefits for your business. Imagine never having to pay for business cards again. Imagine having your business on a billboard. Imagine promoting your business to the largest customer base there is, Christians. We have donation packages affordable for all businesses. End Time Business Patronage Program patronizes businesses who sponsor our urgent needed cause of winning souls. When entrepreneurs donate to End Time Outreach Network, we send customers to your business to shop. Smile because End Time Outreach Network picks up the tab. The program is designed to be a win-win blessing to your business and giving free gifts to people in our networks who are sponsoring the America for Jesus Project. Your donations help us to reach our goal faster of mailing a salvation summons to every home in America. When you donate, it's a win-win blessing. We send money back into your business. End Time Outreach Network is an IRS 501c3 nonprofit organization. Therefore, your donations may be tax deductible. Call 877-352-5181. Those who stand with this mission will be blessed. End Time Business Patronage Program, helping businesses throughout patronage program. The billboard truck is a tool used to fund the Salvation Summons. When you donate into the gold or platinum plan, we thank you by promoting your business on Eon's state-of-the-art LED mobile digital billboard truck. This is our way of saying thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I want, we want to thank you for sending in your questions to us, and we're going to answer some of your questions right now. Ms. Marcella, would you please read the first question for us? Certainly. Is it possible to ever reach a point that I don't sin? Hmm. Dr. Sai, would you answer that question for us, please? <laughs> All right. Uh, is it possible to ever reach a point that I don't sin? I say, yes, it is possible. Amen. Um, you can live free from practicing sin. And uh, as you know, the uh, flesh is flesh. But you can get a place in God. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Amen. So we don't have to commit sin. We do not have to practice sin. Amen. We are to strive towards perfection. And please understand that if you make a mistake, uh, Jesus is there to catch you. He's there to catch your fall. All you got to do is just repent. Amen. Now, what you cannot do is practice sin. You cannot meditate 
sin. You cannot say, well, I'm going to sin next week on the 14th and 18th, and then I'll repent from my sin. No, you can't do that because God knows the intent of your heart. Uh, and if you know that if your heart is, uh, is wicked, he knows that too. So you don't want to get in position where you're going to play God and play games with God. But, you know, in this life, you mess up sometimes. Uh, but, yes, if you strive, amen, get in that place in God. Amen. Be all that you can be for the Lord. And, yes, you can uh, get to a place where you don't sin. So that is possible. God bless you. Amen. Thank God for that. Uh, Apostle Curry, would you address that question, please? Yeah, really. Dr. Nett really put it in the really target that area because we need to know this, that, yes, we know according to Second Corinthians chapter 5, and, and 16 and 17. They say, therefore, we know no man as the flesh. No man as the flesh. Yea, we have once known Christ as the flesh, but no longer we know him by the flesh. But they say, therefore, if any man be in Christ, that's the key focus. Well, I want you to highlight that. If any man be in Christ, the anointed part of God, the seed that's in you is the seed of Christ. The same seed that was in the Virgin Mary is in you. And that's the part that uh, caused us to be perfected in him. In the spirit, we have to know that we have the freedom and liberty to keep sin under dominion. One of the greatest apostles, Paul, say, I keep my body. I beat my body down. I keep my body possessed. I die daily. So what was he dealing with? I mean, if you're born again, Paul, the spirit filled, what are you dying from? So he lets you know that in his teaching, and if you ever want to know the teaching, go in the, in the book of Romans, go in the book of Hebrews. It'll let you know how to deal with the sin issue. And it'll let you know how we deal with sin. And even when Paul was having a, a, a struggle and a battle in Romans chapter 7, he said, that that I would do, I don't do. And that that I would do, I find myself doing that. And I find myself that what I want to do, I don't do that. And it was such a struggle in his and Paul sounded like he was bipolar. He sounded like he had he was a savage twin. It sounded like he had two heads and one body. But what was he dealing with? He was dealing with the nature of sin that was in his fleshly part. And that's the only area that Flynn have dominion in. But if you walk in the spirit, therefore you're not under the bondage and captivity of sin because you walk in the spirit. And the Bible called it Romans chapter 8. The spirit of the law of Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Therefore, there is no condemnation. Why? Because you don't live, you don't take uh, your dwelling place, your inhabitation is no longer in the flesh realm. You are part of the last man, Adam. And I did not say second man, Adam. If I said second man, Adam, that means it could be a third and a fourth man and a fifth man and a sixth man. But I said last, Adam. That means no one could come after Jesus for his work that he had done in you. So as Jesus dethroned the enemy, and yet he defeated him openly in the Garden of Assembly. So therefore, what we need to know, now what is our part? Our part is in Philippians chapter 1, that he, 1 and 6, he that begun to go work in you shall perform it until the, the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 2, 12 and 13. I want you to get this real good. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13. Now, therefore, hallelujah, work out your salvation. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And then verse 13 says, but now is God working you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. You've got something to do. 
God going to do his part. You do your part. You do not walk in the dictates of the flesh. You are not conformed to this world. You are not dictate to the fleshly realm no longer. Because Jesus, your sacrificial lamb of God, has set you free. And he became being who knew no sin, that he could justify you. And that sin has no longer dominion over you. It's clear, missionary. Case dismissed. Go away and sin no more. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, man of God. Now, would you please read the second question for us, Ms. Marcella? Yes, ma'am. If I am not supposed to judge others, how can I say that someone is sinning? Okay. Desai, would you answer that question, please? Okay. I understand the question is, if I'm not supposed to judge others, how can I say that someone is sinning? Well, I would say please understand the difference between judging and helping. Yes, we are our brother's keepers, amen, and we are to help and to cover them and pray for them, and we are to pray for them, each other. Now, if we're, we're talking about uh, someone uh, that... Um, about somebody a part of the body of Christ, a believer. Um, so we're not talking about a sinner. But keep in mind um, that we should start it out with prayer. Ask God show, uh, to show you how uh, to go about, what to say, what not to say. And I always say, examine yourself. Amen. It's a good idea to get the words, to back up whatever uh, sin that you see in their life, back it up. Because you, when you see the word, I mean, that, that's, the law. If the Bible says you can't do a certain things, maybe they're not even aware of what they're doing. Maybe they do not even know that it's in the Bible that you can't do it. But have compassion. Amen. And, 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 and tell them in love. Because if you see your brother uh, doing something uh, that can hinder himself, and, and what if he died in his sin tomorrow and you did not get to him and talk to him, uh, and you're going to be in a bad state. So, uh, yes. You can uh, talk to them, and you're not judging them, but you're helping them. And another good thing is give your testimony, how God brought you uh, and what God did for you, because that will encourage. And encourage them and let them know you can make it. And uh, say it, you know, even if you have to pray with them right then, to pray with them. Amen. But, yes, um, uh, we're not going to judge them, but we are going to pray with them because we are our brother keepers. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much. Apostle Curry, would you um, uh, answer this question, please? It may, seem, it may seem to be a gray area to people, but I'm glad Dr. Ness said that. That when we talk about judge, we're not talking about sitting in the seat of authority and, and making a, a call against someone's life. But what we do, we, we, we judge according to the word of God. And, and with that word, when we judge according to the word of God, we, we judge according not to what we think, not our opinion, not speculation, but we expect on the grounds of God's word. And we, we need to know this, missionary. You know what, if I say missionary, that's an orange tree. Missionary, that's an apple tree. Missionary, that's a pear tree. If I'm judging, no, I know it by what? The nature and what it partake of. So, and that's what we need to know. We discern the, the person's life. And, and another, another thing, thanks to God, don't be uh, fearful to be a part of, of, of jury. We, we, are, we are citizens of the United States, and we have an opportunity to be selected for jury. 
And to me, missionary, I don't think there's no other better person than, than the saint of God to, to, to be able to be on jury. Because we let the wicked, and you see what the wicked do. Now people getting out on drug cases, uh, molesting kids, they're getting on out because people, uh, uh, they got a dollar bill in, in, their, in their head. But when we judge, we're not going to judge. Nobody will be, not be able to buy us. Nobody will not be able to really come in an area where they can compromise with us because we have a, such a standard. So I figured that take your jury when you're selected, whatever city you're in, you select your jury. Go ahead and judge because I know you're judge uprightly. And another thing I would like to say that we have on the End Time Network, we have an opportunity where we do once a month where we have communion. And I make known every time we have prepared for the Lord's table, I make known that the Bible says that if we judge ourselves, we should not be judged by the world. God give us the opportunity to take inventory, to take assessment, to take evaluation of, of your life, and you judge yourself. Because when you judge yourself, no man can judge you because it's under the blood of Jesus Christ. But when God had to deal with you like Ananias and Sapphire, Peter said, did you sell all? And, 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 and Ananias said, yeah, I sold everything like everybody else did. He said, you judge yourself, and therefore, since you lied unto the Holy Ghost and not to me, now you're dead. And he felt dead. Then he gave his wife a chance to judge herself, missionary. And he said, your husband said, did y'all give all that? He said, yeah, my husband said, yeah, whatever we did, we gave everything away. He said, the same one that carried your husband away is going to carry you away. She's not dead. So I'm just saying that you got to start dealing and start judging yourself. And when you judge yourself, the devil don't have nothing on you. So we need to come to the point that we don't want to take advantage. Well, Peter said, Lord, how often shall I forgive my brother? And he said, seven times, no, the Lord said, seven times seven, which is 490. Should we take advantage of this God judge us uprightly and God so merciful and God so loving, kind and long suffering? Should we take advantage of that we can just get away like, like Samson? I'm anointed. I'm appointed by God. I'm consecrated by God. I'm called to God. And could you still go and sin like Samson? you got to be judged. And he judged himself where? He judged himself in the enemy court. We said, Father, forgive me. I know I've done wrong. But avenge me right now in, in, in the presence of my enemy. And it said he killed more men's missionary in his death than he did in his life. He judged himself. He finished his call, but his life went with him. So you need to judge yourself. Some people have went in the world and, and back to that. Sometimes they come back missionary, but sometimes they come back with HIV. They come back with sin. They come back with other areas. But God used them for a testimony. So, yes, just judge ourselves. Amen, and, and if we won't uh, be judged by, by the world, you know, amen. And, and I tell God I love to judge myself. I don't wait till no New Year comes for a New Year resolution. Anytime God turns the searchlight on you, we need to deal with it. And, and I just thank God for God giving us the opportunity. Repentance is something that you don't need to be scared of, but I want you to know the difference. Repentance is being remorse from being caught, and you totally surrender your will and purpose with God. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Thank God for the searchlight. Thank you. Apostle, for making that so plain to us. Well, family of God, I just want to remind you that here at End Time Outreach Network, we have a book entitled A Step-by-Step Guide to What to Do If You Miss the Rapture. It's a guide manual. This book will give you and whoever reads it hope and encouragement to make it. Once you read this book, your life will change and your mind will be made up to make the rapture. You know, we need to have this book for our family, friends, and loved ones who just 
may not make the rapture, but they will have that book step-by-step of what to do. So you can contact us for that. And God has just given us so much information today. And if you have been listening to this information and your heart has been burning, but if you're not a Christian, you are going to face horrible things unless you place your hope and your trust in Jesus Christ. And the only hope we have is in Christ Jesus, and without him, we're hopeless. So if you have not made Jesus Lord of your life, we want to give you that opportunity today. Dr. Sai, would you please do the honor of making this decision available for whoever is in need of it. Amen. That's what it's all about. God bless you. You know, this was a powerful uh, topic today, uh, learning uh, the tricks of the enemy. And if by chance Satan had tricked you in some ways, and, and you know you have been tricked, and you know you need to get from up under the trap of the devil, amen, we are here for you. And this is the opportunity. I don't care if it was abomination sin. God has not turned you over to a reprobate mind. Uh, you can be saved. You can be saved. You know somebody that's doing such sin. They can be saved as well. Come to Jesus. Amen. And he's here. He's loved you. That's the purpose that Jesus died on the cross for your sins so that you would be protected uh, from Satan. And when you give Jesus your heart, you put your hands uh, in Jesus' hands and he's here to protect you. If you are guilty of anything that maybe we discussed or did not discuss, but you know that your heart is not right. You know that if Jesus were to come tomorrow, you're not really sure what would happen because you do not have that reassurance. Uh, this is the time. I'm going to give you the words. You put the feelings behind it. And Jesus loves you. And, and you're talking directly to Jesus. Now, forget about me. I'm just giving you the words. But your conversation with Jesus. Dear Jesus, I come to you now. I realize I have sinned and I mess up. Lord, please forgive me. Take my sins away. I'm so sorry. Jesus, come into my heart and save me. From this day forth, I will live for you the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Hallelujah. Now, all these angels in heaven is rejoicing because the devil would not get you. You go after God. You follow God. Get on the prayer line, 7 p.m. every night. Amen. So you can gain strength because we want to pray for you. Amen. God bless you, and I love you. Amen. And welcome to the family of God. Now, next Saturday, our talk show topic will be Exposing Satan's Tricks and Traps. He has tricks for you, and he has traps set for you. So join us so that you can get that information. Now, our goal is to win more souls than ever in history with the short time that we have to work. 
our witnessing t-shirts allows us to win more souls. We're offering free t-shirts when you refer people to the talk show or on the prayer line. So pick the free t-shirt style of your choice from our t-shirt collection on our website. Lots of great humoring, witnessing t-shirts to choose from. So join us on the prayer line, praying for our nation at 7 p.m. And tune in next Saturday for another talk show with hot topics. And please feel free to submit your questions online at intimeoutreachnetwork.org or call us at 877 352-5181. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for information and guidance that you set before us. Lord, thank you for such a talk show as this. Lord, help us to take what we learn today to prepare ourselves for your return. Help us to witness to others. God, I thank you for your special soul-winning operation plan and the ability to help with the postage donation that sends out salvation promises to every home in America. This gives every household a chance to accept you, Jesus, and be saved. Touch the heart of the people and open their understanding to your word in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's talk show where we are reminding the saints that soon and very soon we are going to see the king. This is no longer just a saying. It is reality. Are you rapture ready?